Good morning. Welcome to the Comsec Morning Podcast. My name is Tom Petrovsky. I'm a market analyst at Comsec, and indeed, welcome to one of the better days of the week, which is of course Friday. And it looks like we're going to kick off in rather flat fashion as far as the local share market's concerned. We're recording this at around 7 a.m. Sydney time, and the futures are indicating that the ASX 200 should kick off with a gain of about a point if they were to close at these levels, and that's reflecting what has generally been a fairly mixed session as far as Northern Hemisphere stocks are concerned. So firstly, looking at the performance of US shares, the broader market has seen quite whippy trade over the course of its day. Uh, in the early part of the session, uh, the broader market was up by close to a percent. Uh, it fell away to be down by as much as a half of 1%, and at the time of recording, the index is up by about a half of 1%. Uh, the technology benchmark, similarly, it was doing quite nicely in the early part of the day, up by 1.1% at its best levels. It peeled away to be down by around 0.6% at its lowest ebb. And since it has recovered, and at the time of recording, it's up by close to around three quarters of a percent. The more narrow measure of the top 30 stocks in the US up by about a third of a percent. So all of that volatility there reflects quite a mixed picture in terms of the influences that have uh, come either through the corporate channels in terms of company news uh, or indeed in terms of economic news. So looking at that firstly, uh, the latest figures in relation to US growth or GDP show that the US economy expanded at an annualized rate of 2.7%. So that was below the market's expectations of a figure closer to 3%. So obviously weaker economic news uh, creates grounds for perhaps the US Fed being less aggressive. But what we continually get in terms of readings in relation to the US jobs market is that the employment picture in the US is holding together quite nicely. We've seen that on a range of fronts most recently, uh, but the weekly figures in relation to the number of people claiming unemployment benefits, either on an ongoing basis or for the first time, uh, continue to be uh, quite positive in that regard. So uh, claims for uh, unemployment insurance, the initial claims uh, were down less than expected over the course of the last week. Uh, and then uh, we had other figures as well. The Chicago Federal Reserve uh, produces a measure of national activity, the uh, National Activity Index, uh, uh, which is intuitively titled. Uh, and that measure improved over the course of January, and it was better than expected, uh, coming in at 0.23 uh, compared to expectations, or uh, indeed from a fall of uh, around uh, almost 0.5. So that improvement in that measure was uh, encouraging as well. So again, that uh, all of those figures contributed to the volatility in shares uh, and they are recovering off their worst levels of the session as we head into the close. There's been quite a bit of uh, corporate news as well, particularly in the technology space, and, and that has been part of the reason for the outperformance of the technology benchmark. And uh, on that front, uh, we have seen NVIDIA shares. They have had a very encouraging session overnight, up by around 14%. And that is all on the back of improved sales uh, estimates. So that's uh, good news because, as we all know, uh, the chip sector has suffered quite a lot of volatility over the course of recent times. Uh, there was also uh, a pretty sizable decline in relation to Moderna shares. They were down by around 7%. Uh, the Vaccine Maker reaffirmed its annual sales forecast of $5 billion and 
Uh, despite fourth quarter sales exceeding estimates, we did see those shares peel away a little bit. So as far as the other side of the Atlantic is concerned, we generally saw better stock market performances thanks to the early improvements that were captured by virtue of the US market. Uh, at the end of the session in Europe, we had the German market up by about a half of 1%. The French index was up by about a quarter of a percent. The UK market slipped a little bit uh, with its benchmark down by about a quarter of a percent. The broadest measure of European stock performance, uh, it was just in positive territory. There were some quite interesting earnings numbers out in Europe, uh, particularly as they relate to the aviation space. Uh, yesterday, we saw some uh, earnings numbers from Qantas, a massive turnaround in their underlying net profit after tax. Uh, they posted a $1.3 billion loss the same time last year. Uh, last uh, day, they reported a $1.4 billion profit in the last six months. But what stood out in the call was the fact that uh, they have got quite an ambitious schedule in terms of upgrading both their international and domestic fleet. Uh, their CapEx is uh, on the high side of expectations, a part, part of the reason why the shares fell away a little bit, but they could be spending as much as 3.2 billion dollars over the course of the medium term in terms of those fleet upgrades. And of course, uh, that all feeds through into the dynamics as far as uh, the uh, aerospace industry is concerned and the organizations that make those planes. So to that end, last night, uh, we heard from Rolls-Royce in the UK and their underlying profit for the last year rose by 57%. They spoke about the uh, strong outlook in terms of their pipeline of work and their dynamics, uh, either being from the defense space or indeed uh, civil aviation. And that saw Rolls-Royce shares up by a very sizable 20%. Uh, less inspiring was BAE Systems. They actually had uh, some quite encouraging numbers as well. Their full year uh, underlying profit rose by almost 10%. They had quite uh, an upbeat commentary in relation to uh, their prospects as well. Uh, their shares fell away a little bit. They were down by around 10%. But uh, the dynamic for them um, has been that over the course of the last six months, the stock's up by about 10%. So uh, again, just putting the pieces together in terms of what we saw with Qantas and what's been happening elsewhere in terms of getting a better understanding of that overall picture. Uh, in terms of what we have seen in the interest rate markets. Uh, they have strangely enough uh, been rather steady under the circumstances given uh, all of the economic news and uh, all of the corporate news of the day. Uh, US government bond deals have uh, generally drifted lower at the time of recording. We've got 10-year uh, Treasury notes down by around four basis points to 3.88% and two-year Treasury notes are down by about uh, one basis point to 4.69%. So uh, in the mix of all of that economic news, we've tended to see uh, uh, interest rates move a little bit lower, which has been part of the reason why we've been able to see that recovery as far as stocks are concerned, particularly on Wall Street. Uh, one of the features of the day has been an improvement in the US dollar, so that has been a bit of a headwind as far as commodity prices are concerned. So we've generally seen base metals prices tend to slip. We've seen copper futures down by more than 3%, aluminium futures down by about a percent. So uh, gold futures also down by around three quarters of a percent. 
uh, that's worth bearing in mind. Uh, we've also seen in the most recent session a fairly steady outcome as far as iron ore is concerned. Uh, the dynamics in relation to the conversation around steel production in China are tending to be on the positive side of the thing, so that's been quite supportive. We've got iron ore futures closing at around $125.92 uh, US per tonne. Looking ahead, it's a busy day as far as earnings numbers are concerned. One of the features will be a handful of organizations reporting in the lithium space. So to that end, we'll be hearing from Allchem. We will be hearing from Mineral Resources and Pilbara Minerals as well. So an important day uh, for that sector, which has seen some rather extraordinary volatility over the course of recent times. Uh, that strength in the US dollar has made a little bit of a casualty of the Aussie dollar, which is back to 68 US cents. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Uh, if you have any comments about the morning podcast and how we could improve things, please let us know. Uh, thanks very much for tuning in and having a wonderful weekend is what I'm wishing you today. Thank you.